worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Police on the hunt in the nation's capital. They may be planning new attacks in the city and on federal buildings. Backlash against President Trump. Congress should reconvene to impeach the president. The White House responds. We condemn it in the strongest possible terms. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Matt Piper in New York. The hunt is on for those who stormed the Capitol yesterday. More than 50 people have already been charged with crimes, and the FBI says it's received 4,000 tips. CBS News has learned the chief of Capitol Police will resign next week, and we've also learned of intelligence that shows another attack may be imminent. More from correspondent Jeff Begays. On social media, there is chatter about making the next target the inauguration. A white supremacist telegram channel posted a reminder that the U.S. presidential inauguration day is on January 20th. It added that is the next date on the calendar that the pro-Trump and other nationalist crowds will potentially converge on the Capitol again. Correspondent Steve Dorsey says sub-lawmakers are looking to throw President Trump out of office over what happened, even though he only has 13 more days in office. This is emergency of the highest magnitude. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says President Trump should be held responsible for the siege and removed from office. Soon to be Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. The Vice President can invoke the 25th Amendment today and if the cabinet votes, he's gone. They should do it now. If the Vice President and the cabinet refuse to stand up, Congress should reconvene to impeach the president. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. No public comment from President Trump today, but his press secretary made brief remarks. Kaylee McEnany entered the briefing room just after sundown. I am here to deliver this message on behalf of the entire White House. In a statement that rang just short of two minutes, the press secretary called the violent takeover of the Capitol appalling and reprehensible. We condemn it, the president and this administration, in the strongest possible terms. There was no statement from the president who expressed common cause with the rioters in a video that social media companies later took down. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Several top White House staffers resigned today. Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow joins seven others who have resigned in the last 24 hours. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe has that. There's a concern that if too many of these senior officials were to leave now, there literally wouldn't be anyone around to hand over the keys to the Biden team when they show up on the 20th. And so there's some steps being taken to ensure that that can happen without any real problem. The Dow gained 211, NASDAQ up 327. Now this. This is Portland's Afternoon News. Thank you very much for joining us here on Thursday. I'm Jim Ferretti. Of course, the big news still, what happened in Washington, D.C. yesterday. Three people from Oregon were among those arrested during yesterday's breach of the U.S. Capitol. Yevgeny and Christina Melmon were arrested for violating the 6 p.m. curfew and unlawful entry. Christina is a vice chairwoman of the Young Republicans of Oregon. Rodney Taylor was also arrested for curfew. U.S. Attorney for District of Oregon, Billy Williams, said, quote, If we learn of any Oregonians who traveled to participate in this violence, 
They will be prosecuted in the District of Oregon to the fullest extent of the law. The office of U.S. Senator Jeff Merkley was ransacked during Washington siege or during Wednesday siege on the Capitol. He posted a video of the trail of destruction and looting. What happened today was an assault by the domestic terrorists from the Capitol. There was also an assault on our Constitution. Senator Merkley says the mob stole a laptop, left behind a Trump flag, and scattered debris all through the office. Washington Governor Jay Inslee today calling for the immediate removal of President Donald Trump. The Democrat says yesterday's chaos at the Capitol was the, quote, final straw. And he's calling on members of the Republican Party to step up and lead. While it's a nice gesture for some of the Republican leaderships to say they're against this violence, that's appreciated. But they need to do much more than that. They need to strike against the dark heart of the deception that is causing this tumult, turmoil, and actual loss of life. The governor's comments come a day after his mansion was surrounded by protesters in Olympia. A group called Refuse Fascism says they'll make some noise in cities across the nation today. They're calling on people to bring pots and pans downtown and hold a rally demanding the immediate removal of President Donald Trump. Spokeswoman Coco Das says too many people have stood by ignoring the threats posed by others who buy into false claims and misinformation. What the people do is really important. And if we don't stand up and oppose it, then anything is possible. But if we do stand up and oppose it, the same is true. Anything is possible. She says the demonstrations planned for Portland, Seattle, and across the U.S. will be held at 5 o'clock, and she says they will be peaceful. An Oregon lawmaker is being investigated for his role in last month's attack on the state capitol. KXL's Mike Turner hears from Oregon's House Speaker. Tina Kotak refers to the invasion of the state capitol in Salem while lawmakers were in special session on December 21st. Protesters were able to enter the capitol unauthorized and they were focused on disrupting the proceedings, not unlike what happened in our nation's capitol yesterday. Oregon State Police say Republican Representative Mike Nearman opened the door to allow demonstrators into the building. This was a serious serious breach of public trust. His actions put staff and legislators and law enforcement in danger. In fact, law enforcement officers were hurt when administrators came into the building. Arrests were made. At least four people were arrested, including at least two who gained entrance to the Capitol, allegedly with Nearman's help. No comment yet from the state representative. Mike Turner, FM News 101. Portland hitting a 24-year high for deadly crashes in 2020. Here's KXL's Rosemary Reynolds. She says... 54 people died. They were walking, driving, or riding a bike. Dylan Rivera with the Portland Bureau of Transportation says about 50% of the fatal crashes could have been avoided. Speeding and driving under the influence are two of the leading factors in fatal crashes. The busier streets like Powell and Barber Boulevard claimed the most lives. People died on state highways, too. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. A man was shot and killed by police in Tigard last night. No officers were injured. The shooting happened near Southwest Hall and Bonita Roads. Police have not released any further information. The Washington County Major Crimes Team is investigating. A woman was shot in Northeast Salem early this morning. Fire department received a check welfare call. There were some suspicious circumstances, so they called us. We found a woman later identified as Amanda Marie Mankin. And pardon me, that was yesterday morning. Lieutenant uh, Kevin Uptakes, Upkeys, that is, with Salem Police, says she died at the hospital. There's no word on who shot her just yet.
Welcome back to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Hi, I'm Jim Ferretti. Thank you for joining us. Marion Ramsey has died. The 73-year-old was probably best known for playing the soft-spoken officer Hooks on Police Academy. That's right, no back talk. But she was also a singer on Broadway, and or singer and a Broadway veteran. She launched her stage career performing in both the original Broadway production of Hello Dolly and the ensuing tour productions. Ramsey's signature breakout role, of course, was with 1984's Police Academy. Her publicist says she died in her Los Angeles home after becoming ill in recent days, but no cause of death has yet been determined. The Oregon-UCLA men's basketball game, originally scheduled for December 23rd, has been rescheduled for January 19th in Eugene. The game was canceled due to COVID-19 issues with the referees. Tip-off is set for 2 o'clock. And we have some breaking news at 419. President Trump has just released a message regarding yesterday's siege on the U.S. Capitol. It is his first message on Twitter since being suspended. Here it is. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engage in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election and emotions are high, but now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know 
that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless America. That was President Trump releasing a message for the first time since yesterday's events at the Capitol.